This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. The postponement of the markup and vote on Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts' voluntary GMO labeling bill will give the Kansas lawmaker more time to get a broader consensus agreement. But he's got a lot of work cut out for him to bring Democrats on board. It is well known that the committee's ranking member, Debbie Stabenow, wants to see significant changes to the bill. But Hill aides also say federal panelists Heidi Heitkamp and Amy Klobuchar want changes as well. Both are holding out for a bipartisan compromise. One aide said Heitkamp continues to insist that families have a right to know what they're putting on their dinner table, but also understands the urgency to reach a compromise. Aides to Senator Robert Casey, another Senate Agriculture Committee member, say he still hasn't decided if he can support Robert's bill that would preempt state GMO labeling laws. Senator Patrick Leahy, on the other hand, is staunchly against any bill that would prevent his state of Vermont from implementing its mandatory labeling law on July 1st. The Vermont senator said we should be moving in a direction that offers consumers more information and choices, not less information and fewer choices about how the foods and products they choose and use are grown. Roberts has a little extra time to negotiate with Democrats over his voluntary labeling bill and proving the odds that it will eventually be signed into law. A markup and vote originally planned for yesterday now to be held Tuesday, March 1st, according to a committee announcement. Secretary Vilsack says don't let the forecast get you down. The forecast for farm income and commodity prices may be grim, but Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says he's still optimistic. He said, quote, forecasts are obviously very important. People sort of have to make decisions on what they think might happen. But here's the reality. I would rather manage change than be managed by change. I would rather be proactive. I would rather be optimistic and look at ways in which we can improve domestic consumption. That's why I've been a strong supporter of the renewable fuel industry. That's why we're looking for expanded opportunities. But even despite Vilsack's optimism, the new forecasts coming out of the USDA paint a dark picture for farmers. USDA Chief Economist Rob Johannesson, speaking at the USDA's annual Agriculture Outlook Forum, predicted a $1.6 billion drop in net farm income this year, about 3% below 2015 levels. That's on the heels of a projected dip in prices, which will lower commodity values in both domestic and international markets. Net prices for many crops are forecast to continue falling for the fourth straight year in 2016, pushing farmers to plant less. Well, there's no end in sight for the cottonseed feud. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack reacted sharply yesterday to a fresh call from House Agriculture Committee Chairman Michael Conaway that the USDA consider cottonseed to be an oil seed that would qualify for subsidies. Vilsack, when asked for a response, said, quote, I don't have the authority to do it. I would certainly work with the chairman if he wanted to reopen the farm bill, which I don't think, frankly, there's any will to do. But that's the kind of response that Conway said he would not accept. Advocates for the change point out that the farm bill includes the following language on page 12. The term other oil seed means a crop or sunflower seed, rapeseed, canola, safflower, flaxseed, mustard seed, granby, sesame seed, or other oil seed designated by the secretary. Conway called Vilsack's reasoning for why the USDA could not do it smoke and mirrors. 
USDA's refusals, Conaway said, have been very frustrating to those of us who are deeply concerned about the crisis that is unfolding in farm country and for all the livelihoods that are at stake. Pressed by reporters, Vilsack said, we are sympathetic to this. We've always been in a position where we want to help the farmers, but at the same time have to follow the law, and it's fairly clear from the actions of Congress that they did not intend at the time the Farm Bill was passed to include cottonseed, and I can't do what they want me to do. Looking ahead to the November election, Senator Chuck Grassley has been viewed as nearly unbeatable in his home state of Iowa. But controversy surrounding the nomination of the new Supreme Court nominee has Democrats smelling blood. The Des Moines Register reported last night that Patty Judge, former Ag Secretary and Lieutenant Governor, thinks Grassley deserves a race and that she's thinking about running. Our best wishes to Bagling. A familiar face on Capitol Hill plans to retire today. Brent Bagland, ConAgra's Vice President of Government Affairs, will be hanging up his hat after 18 years with a diversified food company. Prior to joining ConAgra, Bagland was with Farm Credit Banks in Sacramento, California and Spokane, Washington. He also served as Minority Counsel for the U.S. Senate Agriculture Committee and Director of Legal and Legislative Affairs for the National Grain and Feed Association. And now for today's He Said It. Quote, Republicans for Vilsack for four more years. That was the slogan jokingly suggested to reporters by Howard G. Buffett, chairman and CEO of the Howard G. Buffett Foundation and distinguished guest speaker yesterday at the USDA's Agriculture Outlook Forum. A comment came amid questions to Vilsack about his plans for the rest of President Obama's last term in office and beyond. As to Vilsack's response, he said... I don't have any plans at this point. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 26th. AgriPulse is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.